so today's topic is the finale and session is dedicated to shila prabhupada just now we have chanted prayers and these prayers we have offered to all the vaishnava acharyas we have offered to shri prabhupada we have offered to nityanand prabhu we have offered to chaitanya prabhu we have offered radharani we have offered to krishna himself and all the devotees of the lord so that by their mercy we can understand the subject matter because we have discussed last time also many times that to understand this subject matter one cannot understand simply by his scholarship because scholarship people may have they because of their uh, guna kala karma that is because of their intelligence because of their past activities they may have knowledge but not every time because of knowledge person will be able to understand this science of this science of god just like this what we are discussing right now is teachings of pralad maharaj and the entire this chapter or entire not this chapter entire this sequence of pralad maharaj teachings the name mentioned is the science of god why it is mentioned science of god because it is not some vague idea it is not some dogmatic understanding what is the meaning of dogmatic understanding dogmatic understanding means and understanding which is simply based on some blind faith where a person is following something without having proper understanding he is not aware of what is actually truth but is simply following somebody has told him to follow he is following doesn't have any proper sense why he is following that is called as dogmatic it's coming in some parampara some some tradition is coming the person is following but it is not like that there is a science there is a science of god so many people they have inquisitiveness to know about this material world they want to research it they want to understand how this material is working they want to understand how things are uh, moving around in planetary system they have so many inquisitiveness so just like we want to understand about this planet about any other planets other out of this material universe similarly and we can understand also not properly 100% but to the to the imperfect senses whatever is available knowledge we can take but it is a 100% sure thing that a person by his is intelligence by his senses he cannot understand this material world so what to speak of spiritual world what to speak of spiritual science we cannot understand even this material world we cannot understand even our body how this body is working we don't have any idea we can give some understanding based on our imperfect understanding but we cannot 100% said what is happening in this body how this nails are growing how i why i am not able to control my senses although I, i say this is my body but when it comes to controlling my body i won't be able to control my senses so why it is so even though i don't want but still i am doing some activities so all these things shows that believing entities they are very tiny tiny living entity cannot understand the absolute thing so we are limited we are limited even limit limited have limited understanding so a person who is limited by his senses cannot understand supreme personality who is unlimited so a person who is unlimited can only be understood when he reveals himself to the limited just like in bhagavad gita when there's 11th chapter the universal form of the lord and the chapter we understand that 
when arjuna was krishna was telling so many things to in the 10th chapter of bhagavad gita to arjuna that i am in this material world i am the best of everything that i am among mountains i am like this among living entities i am this among demigods i am like this like that many many things he says then arjuna in 11th chapter krishna says now we'll show you something which you have never seen any time earlier and then he gives him a spiritualized spiritual vision so that he can see universal form of the lord so same arjun who was standing in front of the lord is krishna was also there but he was not able to see the original form of the lord but when krishna himself gave that understanding to arjun and the eyes special understanding then he was able to see krishna's universal form then krishna's 400 form as vishnu and also finally krishna's 200 form is when he is holding fruit so all these things makes us understand that a living entity cannot understand about first of all himself also about this material world and what to speak of understanding about supreme lord so he is always he need guidance and then proper guidance under proper authority he can follow this instruction and then only he will be able to understand the spiritual subject matter very very systematically and scientifically and that what krishna says in bhagavad gita in ninth chapter if you read the chapter name is the the most confidential knowledge this is ninth chapter of bhagavad gita where krishna talks about devotional service how devotional service to the lord is the most confidential knowledge and then he says that now i'm going to tell you something after knowing that nothing shall remain to be known that i am going to tell you something after you understanding that thing there shall nothing be remain to so to be known you will understand everything that's what krishna says and then he tells arjuna everything very systematically so that's why bhagavad gita is a science all its present understanding is a science and all this spirit understanding is a science and a science can be understood only through a proper bona fide teacher just like for our material education we approach a teacher who can teach us how to do a particular experiment particular understanding how to follow that particular rules and regulation similarly here also spiritual master which is a bona fide representative of the lord he gives us an understanding and then by following his instructions carefully with proper understanding then we can we will to understand spiritual science also very very systematically and then once we have this understanding then we will have proper knowledge about ourselves without any doubt so there are so many doubts as we discuss on the session we have so many doubts less like i was i met one boy recently so he was telling me so many doubts are there i am not able to understand this is correct that is correct what should i do now in a very confusing state i am in and krishna says the person who is confused stage he cannot remain happy either in this world or any other world is always his life will be miserable so confused person cannot remain happy person who is and a person who is happy cannot be a person who is happy real happiness cannot be ignorance also sometimes people have they say that this okay the person is very happy is drunkard but the person is happy in ignorance just like a dog is also sometimes you can see very nicely sleeping happy but he is not there is that is not real happiness so real happiness comes when a person elevates himself to the spiritual understanding the platform of spirituality only person can understand what is the real happiness otherwise he may think i am happy but ultimately just like a mad person think that i am happy by speaking so many nonsense things he may think that i am happy but actually he is not happy he is speaking something nonsense and he is making his way towards hell 
So yes, there is a place of happiness, but happiness should be in a proper way. And now we'll discuss today's verse. And today also we'll discuss about uh, some two major festivals which are going to uh, come next two days. That is Varahadwadashi and Ittanandurdashi. After that also, uh, today's session we'll discuss about a bit about that also. And why Ikadashi fasting is important. That also we'll discuss. So let us discuss today's verse. Hmm. These are today's verse. So we are taking as a batch. Somebody asked me this question, Prabhu, we are not covering all the verses. So actually, yes, uh, we are covering the sequentially the verses which are very, very important. And the crux of that we are crux of these verses we are understanding. It's not that we are reading every verse and every purport, not like that. We are understanding a batch of the verses. Couple of five, six verses are there. They are in a batch, giving a proper understanding. We will read that verse, one or two words, and then because we have limited time, only almost 45 minutes we have. So like that. So now we will read this verse, seventh canto, eighth chapter, text number 23. So what is mentioned here? Hiranyakashipu. So not till now what has happened just to give all of your context, those who are new missing. So that we have understood, we are coming understanding in this series of verses that Prahlad Maharaj is a great devotee of Lord Krishna, Lord Vishnu and, and Hiranesh Kashyapu, his father is a demon. And during the conversation, we have discussed that how Prahlad Maharaj is an exalted devotee and Hiranesh Kashyapu is an exalted demon. So Prahlad Maharaj is trying to convince his father that Vishnu is supreme, Krishna is supreme, you are not independent, whatever understanding you have, whatever power you have, whatever Knowledge you have actually actually coming through from coming from Lord Vishnu. And this Hirane Kashyapu, since he's a demon, he is not at all happy with this understanding of his own child, own son. And then he tries to kill his son, own son. And that's what we discussed that in spiritual life, following spirituality is not easy. Even sometimes your family members are against you. They even try to kill you, that just like we saw in the case of Prahlad Maharaj. So that may happen. But just assured, if we are, our, our faith is proper, we have proper faith, just like Lord saved Prahlad Maharaj, he will save his devotee also. So this Hiranyakashipu, he challenged Prahlad Maharaj that you are telling that Krishna is there everywhere. Is he there in this pillar also? He says, yes, he is in pillar also. And then out of anger, uh, he hits that uh, pillar with his fist and from that Narsimha Dev comes out. And then after seeing Narsimha Dev's fearful appearance, this Hiranyakashipu is telling all these things what we are reading. So we should know the context. I will just explain. So Hiranyakashipu murmured to himself. What he is telling? Lord Vishnu who possesses great mystic power has made this plan to kill me. But what is the use of such attempt? Who can fight with me? Thinking like this and taking up his club, Hiranyakashipu attacked the Lord like an elephant. This is the First, next first translation we will read. Just as a small insect falls forcibly into a fire and the insignificant creature becomes invisible, 
when hiranyakashipu attacked the lord who was full of effulgence hiranyakashipu became invisible this is not at the at all astonishing for the lord is always situated in pure goodness formerly during creation he entered the dark universe and illuminated by his spiritual effulgence so yes these two verses will discuss then i further more verses so now here the very important verse which is word which is used here by the by narad muni is god is called as yes in the mode of pure goodness so this material energy as we discuss is all very difficult to understand there is one more but there is one vaishnava acharya his name is bhakti vinod thakur so he has written some vaishnava song and in one of the vaishnava song he says kesha tuva jagat vichitra that means keshav or lord krishna your jagat is very strange is very vichitra it's very difficult to understand and that's why people are bewildered many times by seeing things are happening in this world because it's not very easy to understand this material perfectly as we discussed over imperfect senses till that time god himself krishna himself reveals to a person or through his pure devotee he comes to know that living entity comes to know what is the real nature of this material world ultimately always we will see so many things which are contradictory sometime which are just like recently some attack happened in bangladesh so there were questions where is god now why god is not protecting his devotees like this these questions were there so till the time a person gets in touch with the pure devotee he cannot understand what is this material world and this material world there are sometime people say why krishna has created this world after seeing so many miseries in this material world sometime people ask this question why god has created this world why at all god has created us all these questions may arise when he person is frustrated he is not able to understand so this is a real this is a genuine question and then we can get get answers from vedic literature so why this world was being created by god so just like as mentioned in the vishnu purana that lord has out of total energy of the lord the one fourth creation is material world so material world is is not on a lord so this material world which is itself is a very very huge creation we not even cannot even imagine what is the size of this creation it is itself is one fourth creation of the lord and remaining 20 75 creation is spiritual world and this material world which is called as durg durg means fort if you know if you have seen sometimes if you have been visited some places like rajasthan or jaipur or some some places like that where there are forts so many forts are there they are called as fort means these places which are uh, a secure place where uh, enemy cannot enter so kings have made that places so this material world is called as durg that means a fort kind of thing where a person cannot come out very easily and the in charge of this material called as durga durga devi so just like when we worship mata uh, durga mother durga and so she is one of the expansion of the lord and from through the lord and her work is what just to uh, make sure the living entity should remain in this material world just as brahma said that it is mentioned srishti sthiti pralaya sadhana shakti reka chhaya yasya bhavnani vivarti durga so durga is one of the energy of the lord which is maintaining this material world and this material world is this like it is mentioned is like a rope so this rope just like we bind a person through rope so that he should not cannot be freed similarly this material world also living entities are being are being bounded and this ropes are 
three modes of material nature. So in Bhagavad Gita, there is a dedicated chapter for this. If you have understood on the, the series of discussion you were having earlier on Bhagavad Gita series and that we have discussed also three modes of material nature. So the three modes of material nature which always binds a living entity in this material world. And these three modes of material nature, all the living entities who are not a pure devotee, who are not a liberated platform, who are not yet achieved, the understood the purpose of life and they are not achieved, they are always under these three modes of material nature. And all our activities, whatever activities we are doing, will fall under this one of the three modes of material nature. And these material, these modes are, uh, as we discussed, pa ignorance, passion, and goodness. So ignorance is a mode where a person is lazy, he does not have any understanding, he is simply wants to sleep. So one of the very important things these days are people want to sleep a lot. If either they are very working very hard so they don't get sleep, or otherwise they are very, very, very passionate, very, very uh, deep in the mode of ignorance that they will try to sleep a lot. So Prabhupada writes in Bhagavad Gita that anyone who sleeps more than six hours is in the mode of ignorance. And a person does not have any, and it's just like a drunkard. A drunkard thinks after drinking that I'm very happy. And he doesn't have any problem also. He's once and Brahma Bhuta. He doesn't have any problem that time. But the person does not understand once how many, for how many days or for how many minutes, how many hours he can remain in this condition like this. Ultimately, he will come to sense, come to sense and again he has to live the same life like an animal. So, mode of ignorance is very, very prevailing in this material world. Most of the time, people does not, does not have any understanding about his life. They simply want to live like animals and simply want to enjoy their senses. So, this is a life of ignorance and it's the biggest reason people are suffering. The biggest reason why people are suffering is because of their ignorance. Because they do not know what is the purpose of life. That's why they are suffering. And the entire purpose of human life is to understand that why I am suffering. I should not be in ignorance. I should come out of this ignorance. I should understand about myself. If I am in more than ignorance, I should come, out, come to the mode of passion and then goodness and then ultimately to the pure goodness. So, this mode of goodness is a platform where we cannot perform bhakti. We cannot understand about ourselves. That's why it is one of the very important qualifications of a Brahmana is he should be clean. He should not in ignorance. He should, he should be in the mode of Satagun. He should not be doing this, not be breaking this regulative principles. So, so meat eating, intoxication, gambling, this is sex. These are the four activities. Those are the four pillars of Adharma in this Kali Yuga. Till the time this person is breaking these regulative principles, it is, will be very difficult for him to understand spirituality. He will never be able to understand. Always he will remain under ignorance. So, mode of ignorance is a, is a platform where a person or the demon, demonic kind of mentality person stay in mode of ignorance always. And the next is mode of passion. So, actually, sometimes we, we take these things are granted. Because we had many times mode of passion, mode of ignorance and mode of goodness. We know we think that, okay, this is I've heard many times. But if you read what Prabhupada writes about this, if all of you can get time, I can also share my screen here. If required. Prabhupada writes how it is important to understand these modes of nature. And Prabhupada writes in the 14th chapter, this is the 14th chapter of Bhagavad Gita, 
where Rahupad writes that a person can who can understand these three modes of material nature, he will perfect his life. So I'll just share my screen so that you can understand how important it is to understand the interaction of these three modes of material nature. And Krishna also is telling, can you believe Krishna is telling that whatever I have told you right now, now I'm going to tell you something which is even better than everything. So this is hmm. I'll just share my screen from Bhagavad Gita. See how important it is to understand also. Yes. So this is 14th chapter, first verse. What Krishna is telling, the blessed Lord said, Again, I shall declare to you the supreme wisdom to the best of all knowledge, knowing which all the sages have attained supreme perfection. So he is talking about three modes of material nature. And now Prabhupada is writing here, please mind these words. The knowledge explained in this chapter is proclaimed by the Supreme Lord to the superior to the knowledge given so far in other chapters. So that means till 13th chapter, this is 13th chapter of Bhagavad Gita, not 13, that is 14th chapter. So till 13th chapter, whatever he has explained, Krishna is telling, now I'm going to explain you something which is better than all this knowledge. So knowledge explained in the chapter is proclaimed by the Supreme Lord to be the superior to the knowledge given so far in other chapters. By understanding this knowledge, various great sages attain perfection and transfer to the spiritual world. The Lord now explained the same knowledge in a better way. This knowledge is so far, sorry, this knowledge is far, far superior to all the process of knowledge thus far explained. And knowing this, many attain perfection. And please mind the last line Prabhupada writes here, that thus it is expected that one who understands this 14th chapter will attain perfection. So can you see how important it is? And what is 14th chapter? 14th chapter is three modes of material nature. So sometimes people think that some portion of Gita is less important, some portion of Gita is more important. Actually, everything in Bhagavad Gita is important. Everything is Bhagavad Gita is very, very important. We cannot take anything for granted. So three modes of material nature we have heard many times, but you can see now what Krishna is telling that it is better than, it is more important than every knowledge what here is given. And further most important thing is the person who understands these three modes of material nature, Prabhupada is telling, he will attain perfection. So this is the importance of three modes of material nature. Now, mode of ignorance, we have understood the person is almost like animals, doesn't have any understanding of spiritual life, doesn't have any inquisitiveness also, and simply living like dogs and hawks, and simply eating, sleeping, mating, defending, and sleeping a lot, all these things he is doing. And mode of passion, where a person is active, although is active, but active in ignorance. So in ignorance, person is not active at all. Is doing, but a person is acting in mode of passion, working very, very hard, but in mode of passion. And that's what we are being taught today to work very hard so that we can do something good to ourselves. But unfortunately, it's not possible. So Prabhupada give example of monkey. Monkey is very active entire day, you see. From this tree to that tree to that tree, he is roaming around here and there. Entire day, monkey is very active. But ultimately, what is achieving? Nothing. He's wasting his entire day, entire life. So similarly, person who is in the mode of passion is working very, very hard to satisfy his senses. And Prabhupada says, one of the, one of the lectures Prabhupada writes, says this thing, that a karmi, a person who is working very hard, cannot remain happy in this world because 
His process of achieving happiness is not correct. The process of achieving happiness is working hard, which is not correct. The more a person works hard in this material world, the more he gets entangled here. That's why this call is Maya Jal. You have heard many times this word Maya Jal. Maya Jal Many times we heard. Maya Jal means it's a trap. When a person is in trap, just like we have seen sometime, a mouse, a rat and home, you want to capture that mouse, what we will do? We will just, that, the cage, that mouse cage, we will put one nice something, like sometimes we put some chapati with ghee or something like that. And the mouse will come, rat will come, and he will get captured in there. Sometimes he gets out also, if he is intelligent. But most of the times he will get trapped. And then he is ultimately, he have to sometimes even lose his life also. So now we can see here that this mouse or anything, this similar condition is also with us also. We want to enjoy this material world very, very nicely. So that's why we try to work very hard to this way, to that way. We try many various permutation and combination to become happy. But Krishna is simply telling why you are doing so much of circus here in this material world. We cannot remain happy here. It is Dukhalema Sashvatam. I have created this world and I am telling this material world you cannot remain happy through, the, through your ways and means. You can remain happy definitely. You can be happy but not the way you are deciding yourself. There is a way to become happy. So the person is a mode of passion. He works very hard and gets entangled a lot. So sometimes it so happens, I was recently speaking to one person, very rich person, has everything almost very nicely situated in Mumbai. But somehow he has some disease. So he says, Prabhuji, sometimes I feel like that better than living, I should die. So much of pain is there. Every part of my body is paining almost every time. I'm not able to sleep, I'm not able to eat. I'm not able to go anywhere. I'm not able to do anything. Although I'm one of the, actually, fairly speaking, he's a very rich person and he has everything with him. But unfortunately, it's a situation that he's telling, better I die. So you can see this world. That's why it is Keshava to a, to a Jagat Vichitra. It is Vichitra. Sometimes we think, not sometimes, every time we have this understanding that by becoming more, acquiring more money, I'll be happy. But you see this condition, this person's condition is everything. But disease, birth, that only disease, this is always there. Whether a person is billionaire or millionaire, this thing he has to face. So intelligent person knows this fact that by working so hard, I cannot remain happy. Till that time, I take understanding of this world from the creator himself. He will tell us how to remain happy in this particular world. That also is mentioned in Bhagavad Gita. And the person who is the mode of goodness, so we have discussed three modes, goodness, passion and ignorance. Ignorance is a person who is almost like animal, passion is working very hard and goodness means a person is in Satogun and this person is not working very hard for material enjoyment. He is working in the mode of goodness and he is mainly working for self-realization, pattern pardon is one of the characteristics and is simple, he does not acquire money, he does not store money for future enjoyment, whatever he gets from the mercy of the Lord, he tries to use that and he works for higher purpose in life, not for some temporary gains like material life. So these are three modes of material nature in which these ropes, these three ropes are binding us always. And even in the mode of goodness is not perfect in material world because that also binds a person to conditioned happiness. 
just like a person when he is very intelligent in the sense that he has very much very nice knowledge of scriptures sometimes he comes under the understanding that i am a very intelligent person so that he get attached to the position that i am a brahman he get attached to the designation of brahman but that designation itself is temporary because once the body is you have lose you have this body is no more there then you are not a brahman so uh, even that mode of goodness is better than passion and ignorance but it's still not the best so what is best best is mode of pure goodness that is called as shuddha sattva it is mentioned a lord is always situated in pure goodness pure goodness means shuddha sattva shuddha sattva means where there is not a single tinge of material enjoyment or material desire is there that is pure goodness shuddha sattva vasudev sattva in that platform lord is always situated and that's why sometimes god is also called as nirguna nirguna means it does not have any material qualification material qualities so sometimes people say nirguna means god does not have any quality the supreme lord is nirguna nirguna means does not have any guna it does not have any qualities no it doesn't mean like that nirguna means it does not have any material qualities he has qualities otherwise how it is mentioned if you read bhagavata many many qualities of the lord is mentioned उटरियल pure goodness in pure goodness and the living entities the living entities like we are the soul we just like prabhupada gave example of rain water the water which comes through clouds by its raining is pure is 100% pure but as soon as it comes it falls on the floor on earth muddy patch it gets contaminated similarly our position is something like that we are actually pure there is no contamination in us but as soon as we we come in touch with this material nature three modes of material nature we get we get contaminated and as we get contaminated we get different association and because of the different association we get different desires and because of different desires we work hard and because of different work, working very very hard because of different desires we get entangled and like this cycle is going we get different birth we die we get different birth and die like that so different things are happening as per the the condition of a living entity the condition of the conditional of the mode he is in as per that he is working and also when a person in this three modes of material nature he does not know how to how to come out of this material world and that's why krishna in the form of he himself comes he sends his devotees so that he can get proper understanding how to come out of this material world and Uh, <clears throat> this when when we see this vichitra things keshav tu jagat vichitra in the material world and sometimes as we discuss in the session text also that we see many time people who are uh, very sinful person they are enjoying this material world and the person who are very pious they are sometimes not enjoying their suffering so just like one mata ji was there she used to come in our session very regularly 
and then after some time she stopped coming and the reason was unfortunately her husband died so she she said now i lost my faith in god if god is there why my husband died this was a, he was a very nice devotee of tirupati tirupati balaji he was a very nice devotee of venkateshwar uh, but still he died he was very young so we sometimes when we see all these things we experience this kind of things we even lose our faith and we think that there is no god because we don't have proper understanding how this material world is working so following spirituality does not mean that we will not have problems this is wrong understanding sometimes people have that i am working so hard but he is enjoying i am suffering and out that sometime we compare otherwise also like that many times we compare so following spirituality does not mean that problems will not be there in our life so problems will be there this is the nature of this material world problems will be there but when we understand by the process why these problems are coming and what how to make sure that we should not face all these problems again that is intelligence that is intelligence otherwise uh, sometimes our devotees of the lord also have many many problems if we have seen in past we have seen the case of uh, pandavas we have seen case of uh, even pralad maharaj we are saying you see his father is a demon but because of so many because so many problems created by his father he has to suffer suffer in the sense although he was in he was transcendent position but still outside but from outside you can see some suffering is there pandavas also went through so much of suffering so like that devotees may get through some suffering but if he has proper understanding if he has, just like kunti marani prays very nice prayers of kunti marani she is telling krishna give me more and more misery विपुदा संतो जगदुरु दर्शन pandavas are victorious and everything now krishna is living so kunti bhan is telling no please do not go away if by having more more miseries we can have a association i am ready to take more more miseries so bhavato darshanam atyat punar bhav darshanam so i want to have your association again and again so that i can see you for that even if it is required to have more misery please give me more more, more miseries so devotees never say krishna don't give me misery he says please give me more misery if by being misery you are agreeing to be with me i am ready to take more more misery so this is wrong understanding that miseries will not come miseries will come but we also have we will have proper understanding how to face these miseries and how to make sure that right now i am suffering because of this miseries how should i not suffer anymore this is the intelligence of human being so next verse in this line is Uh, so now hiranyakashipu is trying to fight with narsimha dev and what is happening there after the great demon hiranyakashipu who was extremely angry swiftly attacked narsimha dev with his club and began to beat him lord narsimha dev however captured the great demon along with his club club just as garuda might capture a great snake so nobody can stand in front of narsimha dev that's why he is called as vigna vinashak narsimha dev 
all the troubles in life will be removed by Lord Narasimha Dev. Just like when uh, we had center in Mayapur, Miskan Mayapur, so there were many decouts all coming initially. So Prabhupada told better you install Narasimha Dev duty. And when they installed Narasimha Dev duty, there were no more problems like that. So Narasimha Dev is called as big Devinashak. All the Vignas will be removed by Narasimha Dev. And further, O Gudishchar, O great son of Bharat, where Lord Narasimha Dev gave Hiranyakashipu a chance to slip from his hand, just as Garuda sometimes plays with a snake and lets it slip from his mouth, the demigods who had lost their abodes and who were hiding behind the clouds for fear of the demon did not consider that that accident, that incident very good. Indeed, they were heard of. Because demons were always, demigods were afraid of Hiranyakashipu. So when they saw that Hiranyakashipu is, is able to escape Narsimha Dev's uh, hands, so they were little perturbed. And next, when Hiranyakashipu was freed from the hands of Narsimha Dev, he falsely thought that the Lord was afraid of his process. Therefore, after taking a little rest from the fight, he took up his sword and shield and again attacked the Lord with great force. This is the purport we are reading today. We have this conversation. When a sinful man enjoys material facilities, foolish people sometimes think, how is that the sinful man is enjoying, whereas a pious man is suffering? By the will of the Supreme, a sinful man is sometimes given the chance to enjoy this material world as if he were not under the clutches of material nature, just so that he may be fooled. A sinful man who acts against the laws of nature must be punished, but sometimes he is given a chance to play exactly like Hiranyakashipu when he was released from the hands of Narsimha Dev. Hiranyakashipu was destined to be ultimately killed by Narsimha Dev, but just to see the fun, Lord gave him a chance to slip from his hands. So, Lord was playing with Narsimha uh, And then, making a loud shrill sound of laughter, the Supreme Personality of God at Narayana, who is extremely strong and powerful, captured, captured Hiranyakashipu, who was protecting himself with the sword and shield, leaving no gaps open. With the speed of hawk, Hiranyakashipu moved sometimes in the sky and sometimes on the earth, his eyes closed because of fear of Narsimha Dev's laughter. As a snake captured a mouse or Garud captures a very venomous snake, Lord Narsimha Dev captured Hiranyakashipu who could not be pierced even by the thunderbolt of King Indra. As Hiranyakashipu moved his limbs here, there and all around, very much afflicted at being captured, Lord Narsimha Dev placed the demon on his lap supporting him with his thighs and the doorway of the assembly hall, the Lord was, the Lord very easily tore the demon to the pieces with the nails and his, of his hands. So this Hiranyakashipu has his benediction that I will not die on this so many things. So Lord, he's actually agreed for all the conditions. He fulfilled all the condition and still he killed this Hiranyakashipu. And this verse, Lord Narsimha Dev's mouth and mane were sprinkled with the drops of blood with, and fierce eyes, full of anger, were impossible to look at. Licking the edge of his mouth, edge of his mouth, with his tongue, the Supreme Personality of God and Narsimha Dev decorated with a garland of intestines taken from Hiranyakashipu's abdomen, resembled a loin that had just killed an animal.
supreme personality godhead was many many arms uprooted hiranyakashipu's heart and then threw him aside and turned towards the demon soldiers these soldiers had come in thousands to fight with him with raised weapon and very very faithful followers of hiranyakashipu but lord narsimha dev killed all of them merely with the hands of his nails so this is what we have discussed till today till this today's verse and ultimately the lord who is most powerful and nobody can cheat a lord you can cheat some material person you cannot cheat lord so hiranyakashipu who was finally was a great demon was killed by lord narsimha dev and by full